It's time for a snack. Is butter a carb? Are you hungry? Yes, I am. Are you hungry? Yes, I am. Snack time on the Blitz 1170 and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app. Let's go to eat a damn snack. Ah, yes. Nobody. Insert your business here for sponsorship of Lay Snack. All right. Um, how often do you guys go back and look at receipts or your bank account after you make even small purchases? Do you just give it a, a once over? I do it all the time. Just to make probably sure once, everything's on the up and up. Probably once, at least once a week. Okay. All right. And I, I say that because there have been some instances to where I think a lot of people have experienced this. Like you'll buy something and then you'll look and be like, well, wait a minute, you, you charged me twice for this. Or have you ever given your card to the cashier and they slide it? And it looks like everything went through, but then they're like, oh, wait a minute, it didn't go through on my end. And then they take it back and they slide it again. I'm like, well, all right, I guess I'll have to keep an eye on that now for the next couple of days just to make sure everything's on the up and up. Um, and I've actually found that a couple of times to where, like, I paid for something and I saw double charges on there. And you have to go back in there and be like, yeah, hey, man, something's not right here. Well, how about this story out of Columbus, Ohio? Um, a woman was charged $1,000 for a subway. I think we lost him. Is that uh, $1,000 for a Subway sandwich? Hey, p- Is that where he was going with that? I think so. That would be, that would be incredibly unfortunate. And something that, quite sadly, more often than not, could probably happen to me. Well, and the five dollar footlongs I, are gone. Yeah, I'm. I'm not necessarily always like totally present when I'm. You know, especially like if I'm getting a subway sandwich. Odds are, I'm probably in in somewhat of a hurry. Odds are, I'm probably attempting to to do this because my mind is on something else and I'm, I'm trying to quickly go about my day. And there, there are definitely times that I just sign the thing thoughtlessly and move on. And then, you know, like I have been overcharged before and I, I've never, I don't think I've ever caught it in the moment. It's always one of those. I, I see it when I check out my bank, but yeah, if the card gets approved, I don't think that, I mean, that's something that I, I might not catch as well. No, and you know one of the things I'm big on too is if you take something back, return it to the store, and they're like, "Okay, yeah, we'll just put it back on your card." Well, like I always check just to make sure that it actually shows up on the card because I've had instances where that's oh, happened where yeah. you're supposed to get refunds and then it doesn't show back up on the card. I always take money if they if they offer that part of it to me. Just to save myself the hassle of checking, because, 
Yeah, even a gift card. Because like you, I, I, that's the one thing that I will check frequently until I see that, that charge reinstated. So, yeah. But, yeah, I think that there are definitely scenarios on a daily basis where if I were to be overcharged, I probably wouldn't notice it in the moment. And you just take it for granted, right? That everything is working seamlessly and... That's probably also, like I said, just an indictment maybe on my <laughs> ability to be present in the moment sometimes and my mind to not be in like 18 million other directions. Well, see, I'm also paranoid Scott, about Scott, I was so bad once. Paranoid about what? About things like that because I've had my bank account information stolen and had my bank account cleaned out once, and that was a hassle. So, like, I'm, oh, I'm paranoid about yeah. that kind of thing. Well, that'll that'll probably change the way you do things for the rest of your life if that ever happens to you. So, uh, yeah, you have good reason, I think. I'm I'm so guilty of not being present and sometimes just being so caught up in all of the the different things I have going on in my mind that this is probably about a year ago. I I went through. I was I needed some cash, so I I, I ran through Walmart, bought some gum. And then did the cash option to get cash back and selected $100, right? The reason I went into the store was to get cash back. Bought the gum, did the $100 cash back, didn't even grab the cash. Walked out. Oh. And by the time I realized, like 10 minutes later, that I didn't grab the cash, I came back. It was obviously gone, and I was just out the money. Sorry, I don't know what, I actually know what happened there, but uh, I'll save you the details on it. So you just walked off and left the 100 bucks? Did they give it back to you? No, somebody took it, I guess. Oh, God. Ugh. I don't even know where I left yeah, off. I came Did back I even... in and... The last thing we heard was Subway. Okay. <laughs> All right. We thought you were about to say somebody was charged $1,000 for a Subway sandwich. Well, that's right. She was. She was charged $1,000 for a Subway sandwich. Okay. So can you imagine the level of rage? This woman was charged $1,000 for a Subway sandwich in early January. And she is still fighting to get the charge replenished and the money sent back to her from Subway. Like, still. Her name is uh, Letita Bishop went to a Subway in Columbus, Ohio on January 5th to order subs for her family, only to find herself with a very high charge. A receipt obtained by WSYX, ABC6 on your side. How many how many news channels are on your side? I'd be willing to bet in the thousands. Uh, shows that Bishop's debit are, card right? was charged $1,021.50, with one of the sandwiches costing $1,010. Now, I'm going to read you a line directly from this news story, so I know you guys are going to be shocked by this. That far exceeds the typical price of a foot-long sandwich at Subway, which tends to cost <laughs> between $6.50 and 12 bucks. Thank you, news entity, for putting that in. Uh, Bishop told ABC6 that the charge left her feeling stressed and overwhelmed. At one point, she couldn't even afford groceries because her account was in the negative. Despite her efforts to address the situation directly with the store staff, Bishop was told to contact Subway's corporate office. She told ABC6 that she tried multiple times and still no avail. Um, yeah. She said that she later returned to the Subway store inside a gas station only to find, are you ready for this? 
it no longer existed. So in the time that she bought the sandwich oh. inside of wow. the gas station with the subway, the subway went out of business. Yeah. Temporarily closed, according to the store's website, for the foreseeable future. All right, so I, I do have to ask. Um, did they not tell you the total? Did you not look at the total when you paid for the sandwich and go, hey, something's not right here on what the total is? And is the cashier that busy or they just not give a damn? Or did they pocket the money to make it right at the end of the day? Like, I don't know. There's something I feel like that we're not getting a full, like, full level of context to this story about it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'd be pissed if it. I'm still trying to fight this to get my money back over a thousand dollar Subway sandwich through through corporate. And by the way, like corporate entities do better and be better and make something like this right. But I I feel like we're missing a lot of the context here. But does this woman just not pay attention to anything at all? It seems a little weird, right? I mean, I was telling Scott earlier, like I, I I'm guilty sometimes of. Especially if they don't say the price out loud. Like, they're often, I my mind is in like 18 million different places. And I'm very guilty of not like being 100% present in the moment at times. Especially if I'm running through like a fast food type of place, right? If they, if they didn't verbally tell me the price, like there's a very good chance that I could skip over like looking to see exactly what they charged me. And just signing the thing and going on. Now, if they asked for a tip, yeah. <laughs> now, now we're on to something. Right. Now, now right. we are if on they, to something. If they wanted sure. a tip for making that $1,000 sandwich, then yeah, yeah. let's start building the army. I'm, I'm with you there for sure. Uh, all right. There was one other thing, and I think we'll probably carry it over to tomorrow. But you know how we talked a few weeks ago about the juiced games where this – Psycho is going to have like the Olympics for juicers. We finally have now yes. Florida Florida Man games. We're going to have a series this this summer where they are building the Florida Man games. Where we will have such events as um evading police and beer wrestling. Those are some of the events that we will have. So we're going to have a contest where you try to actually evade the police. Uh, yeah. Oh, one other event. We'll have contenders in muddy water in an inflatable pool hitting each other with weapons made from pool noodles and duct tape. So, yeah. What's next? Are we going to have uh, the fastest fastest person to steal copper wiring? I feel like that, that <laughs> definitely needs to be an event at the uh, Florida Man Games. And you have sure. to do all these events in jorts. It that has to be in George for sure. Uh, Scott, did you get the email I sent you? I sent you an email uh, on something. Yes, I, want you to I play. did. I just got it. Okay. All right. Let me know when you have it ready to play, because we are on the verge of celebrating something today that happened just 12 years ago. Now, if you were to ask me, I would have sworn that this would have been like 20 years ago, but t- 12 years ago today, we got maybe one of the classic pieces of audio ever when the great Pete Weber. Gave us one of the greatest moments in the history of bowling ever. 
Strike to claim it. A strike to claim it. And he got it! <laughs> the who do you think you are I am from Pete Weber happened on this day 12 years ago an iconic moment not only in the history of bowling but maybe one of the funniest rant moments ever where you're just freaking out and have no idea actually what you're saying you're just so overly hyped what an absolute psychopath and I'm here for it <laughs> I love Pete Weber so much PDW <laughs> PDW for sure all right, we're going to be all over the place here um, for a couple of uh, big moments in history. But guess what premiered in theaters on this date back in 1988? A little sport or a little movie and film called Bloodsport. Yes, where Frank Dukes was able to escape military service in this country and run over to Hong Kong and battle some of the greatest warriors in the history of this planet, Paco what are some of the other names of the competitors from outside of Chung Lee? I, there was Paco, that was one, where he met Ray Jackson. Okay, UFA. And uh, that movie actually spawned three other additional films that Bloodsport, which none of them actually featured Van Damme. But one of the, when I say 80s movies, Bloodsport is typically in the top 10 list of movies that you think of. Oh, also yeah. on this date, Today in 1983, Michael Jackson's album Thriller hit number one on the Billboard charts. It remained number one on the Billboard charts for 37 non-consecutive weeks there in the 80s. All right. Uh, and Slapshot premiered 47 years ago on this date, February 25th, 1977. Let's get to uh, others. 1983, Jeff and Bo Bridges hosted Saturday Night Live on this date with musical guest Randy Newman. Star Wars, Star, Star Wars? Star Wars aired on CBS for the first time on network television on this date, 1984. And let's see now. Hairspray premiered in theaters, 1989. And on this date, 1989, Colby, the Dallas Cowboys fired Tom Landry after 29 seasons. Regular season record of 250, 162, and 6 with two Super Bowl championships to his credits. They uh, fired birthdays. Landry and Jimmy Johnson, but just refused to fire Jason Garrett or Mike McCarthy. Make that make sense. <laughs> Still, he had compromising pictures of Jerry in some restroom somewhere in his utility belt. I swear by you know, Jason it. Jason was never fired. makes sense to me. I know. His contract know. just ran out. It ran out. Uh, born in the state, no longer with us, or still dead. Jackie Gleason, February 26, 1916, passing away at the age of 71 from colon cancer. Uh, Grover Alexander, Baseball Hall of Fame, 1938, February 26, 1887. You know, for all of us that were still around at that point. Buffalo Bill was born on this day, February 26, 1846. No, not the Buffalo Bill from the very famous movie at all. Uh, Vern Gagne was born on this date, 1926, passing away at the age of 89 from Alzheimer's. And Johnny Cash was born on this day, February 26th, 1932. Dying on this date, Judge Wapner, February 26, 2017, from respiratory failure at the age of 97. I didn't realize that Judge Wapner made it that long. Uh, birthdays. Michael Bolton, born on this date, 1953. 
Uh, let's see here. Uh, Erica Badu turns 53 today. Greg Germain turns 66. Bill Duke turns 81. Oh, Rolando Blackman turns 65 today. Marshall Falk is 51. Darius Hayward Bay is 37. JT Snow is 56. And the great Chuck Wepner, boxer, turns 85 on this date, February 26, 2024. And that will do it for your snack on this Monday. We'll take a timeout. We'll talk Bedlam next with John Holcomb, who was there live and in person on Saturday and had to wait that full 27 seconds of Dave letting the noise tell the story after the shot went in for Oklahoma. John Holcomb comes up next here on the Blitz 1170.